Today, every day, small cap investors visit Agoracom knowing this is the day to discover the world's next great company, to have their dreams come true. That's why I take to the open road, to find them, to tell their stories, to engage them, to bring them to life. Because they want to connect with you from your office, your phone, your home, anywhere. Agoracom, find your dream. Welcome to CEO Interviews, a production of Gorecom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives about what's going on at their companies. And as you can see, this is a weekend edition because we've got Brad Wazell, the CEO of Better You Education Corp., trades on TSX Venture Exchange on the stock symbol BTRU, and for our friends in Germany on Frankfurt under 50GA. I've got my hoodie on. He's got his Better You swag on because he's in India. Now, before we get to the questions, it's for those of you who are new to the story, Better You is the only global education marketplace serving India, and it's the largest such marketplace in all emerging markets. How big? 53,000 53, programs are now available and climbing. Great customers include many billion-dollar organizations, Indian Central Bank of India. Partners include Adobe, Rosetta Stone, Skillshare, and sitting right behind, right beside him, actually, is Gurmeet Singh. He is the former managing director of Yahoo India, former CEO of Forbes India. He's now joined the team to help support Better You. Brad, welcome to the show. Welcome from India. <laughs> Thank you. It's very nice to be there. Yeah, so this is Gurmeet right here. Say hi, Gurmeet. <laughs> hey, Gurmeet. Um, I know you can't hear us, but glad that glad to see the show of support that uh, that he's with you. Yeah, yeah. So we um, uh, we got here. I got here a couple of days ago. We were in Mumbai, and uh, right now we're in uh, Bangalore for some meetings. Last time we spoke was just April twenty third, and you were right then. You demonstrated that BTRU is on the move with respect to people, with the appointment of people like Gurmeet, technology moving forward, new developments, even financing moving forward. Now you're literally on the move with this trip to India, what's the purpose of your trip? Is this a generic trip where you're just going to, you know, just see how things are going or are, you, are there specific things you're looking to get accomplished there? Yeah, so I've mentioned many times that we've been building um, all these content partnerships and technology and um, trying to inter integrate them all together so that when we, when we do come back, we can meet with corporations, we can meet with sector skill councils, um, groups that um, uh, would appreciate what we're building. And the only way they can appreciate is they have to see it in, in action. So we have to demo it. And um, so, you know, the first, the first day um, when we, when I landed, we met with uh, the CEO of the um, National Skills Development Corporation. So NSDC um, is a private public organization that represents and manages all the sectors in India. So hospitality, health, healthcare, aerospace, uh, manufacturing, telecom. telecom, all those guys. And, um, so we met with him and uh, we went through everything, went through the presentation, went through the, 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 the deck, our content partnerships. And um, at, the, at the end of it, he was extremely impressed and um, surprised at what we had built. And he said we should have collaborated years ago because they were trying to build something or put together something that we've already put together. And uh, he goes, you know, he definitely sees a fit. He actually set up a meeting immediately after our meeting with his team in Delhi. So that's one of our meetings that we have next this, this upcoming week um, to talk about our next steps and moving forward. He was very excited about partnering with us and we started talking about what the partnership would look like, um, timelines of how we would do it, um, how they would promote us across the country. 
it was it was a very exciting meeting. German and I, after the meeting, when we left, we both we both turned to each other. And we're like, "That's a great start to the, <laughs> the trip at the first meeting." Well, so and then, uh, how big get, how big is a potential partnership like this in terms well, of to get, uh, to to get, just getting the word out and 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 acquiring customers throughout all these industries? Well, to give you an idea, the Prime Minister, with their Skill Indian Initiative, has been trying to trying to skill up 150 million people across these sectors. Um, so it's a lot of people that need training and upskilling. Um, and the, the, you know, everyone, we, we all know the challenges and we built this to solve these challenges, but the opportunity is significant, extremely, extremely significant. The, we've, I've been, my team and I have been building this company so that we can become eventually India's leading education platform for all aspects of the country, for all levels and depth. So when you look at the scope of that, it, it's quite significant. Um, and mo many people have not realized that over the years of building because they just sure. see, you know, they want to sell a course. Our goal wasn't to sell a course. Our goal was to build an infrastructure and partnerships that when, and this was, this is, this was always been my hope that when we met with the heads of these industries, that they would look at us and go, Oh my God, how did this come together? And then we right. explain, here's a building. And now we're at that state. Um, so it's not just them. We also met with the, uh, we, we, we set up a, a meeting with the CEO of the aerospace uh, and at aviation sector skill council on this trip as well. Um, so we met with his team. And uh, they loved it. We went through the whole presentation, everything again, and they want to sign an agreement and they're talking about next steps, introducing us to their training partners, integrating their partners with us. Um, it was, uh, it was incredible. That was and the second meeting. And what's really exciting about this, Brad, what I really love is originally you, you weren't exactly sure your business model and BTRU was almost going to be more B2C doing advertising and getting people signing up to programs from home and taking courses online and things like that. But these partnerships, are B2B, where just one, one, one partnership, one great customer could bring you thousands of, of customers in one shot, as, and that's a lot less expensive and a lot more efficient for you to go after if you're going on this B2B route. So just a couple corrections there. Um, millions of customers at a time. Uh, so these I, didn't networks, want, I didn't want to say that because I didn't want to sound like a... <laughs> these networks, each sector skill council represents millions and millions and millions of people. You got to understand 38 sectors across 150 million people. You do the math, it comes out to quite a bit per sector. So there's significant channels within those sectors. There are B2B and there's B2C. So people who are trying to upskill or get into a market, for example, if they're trying to get into the telecom sector and they don't have the right skills, they would come to our platform. The challenge that we've been having over the, over the last, last year really is people don't really know who we are in terms of visibility and, and to, to, to operate in India, uh, credibility is so crucial to have the government top people in, in the government, private sector industries saying we're partnering with better you because what they've built can solve this. It will create a huge wave of credibility across the entire industry for B2B and B2C. Um, B2B is, is a lot easier ticket. It's, it's a lot easier to sell because you know, some you're dealing with one group or a small group of people who buy for a, a large population. But these nectar, these sector skilled councils have these networks. So that's that small group of, of people at sector skilled councils now have these, these big networks that can they can flood the opportunities across those networks, which which we're we're focused on obviously. What did what did it mean to have Gurmit in these meetings with you? Because Gurmit Singh just came on uh, three weeks ago, ballpark, yeah. and now he's yeah. walking into these meetings. Oh, listen, you're obviously a force. You're very well known around the world. The UN's talking about things. But in India, you know, like any company, you still got a way to go in terms of, you know, really get, what did it mean to walk in with Gurmit Singh? Into oh, it's, a, it's exciting. It's a, it's a different level because they, you have a, 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 credibility, a credibility level that comes with you. Not only that, 
how fast I'm talking about you, by the way, Gurmit, just so you know, how fast Gurmit's been, been picking up on our business. And I, I told this part of my team yesterday when I was talking to them, <laughs> you didn't hear this, but you're going to hear it now. Um, I was telling them that I was so impressed in yesterday's meeting. We had a meeting with, um, uh, U, uh, Ubic, um, cookies, the lar- one of the largest manufacturers of cookies and stuff here, here in India, obviously. Um, as well as every, every tech is a multi-billion dollar. I think they're a 12 or $15 billion technology company. Wow. Yeah. It's an Norwegian company in India. Anyways, um, all of them are excited to, to work together and was, I do most of the talking obviously, but Gurmit jumped, started jumping in and I was so impressed and I didn't tell him that and I should have probably said that when we left, but, um, I, I was impressed with, um, how how he how knowledgeable he was and how quick he picked up and when they when they would ask questions of well how, how would you solve this for us and how would you do this for us and he would jump in and um, that level of knowledge and credibility it's so great for, for us it's great for him it's great for them it was a it's a great dynamic absolutely Brad I got to tell you something one thing and you've always been an energetic guy but one thing that's clearly different from all our other interviews is the amount of energy flowing out of you right now. Like you're just almost giddy, yeah. you're smiling, you're trying to come. So obviously things are going fantastic there. I mean, it's, we don't want to put the cart before the horse, but clearly things are going great. You should probably spend even more time in India because it looks like it completely energizes you. Does this trip reinforce the massive opportunity in India? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So the, the meetings that we've been setting up over the, over this, the, I'm here for two weeks. Um, so I've been here uh, about half a week now. Um, the meetings that we've been setting up, we have a dozen plus easily. And in India, it's hard. You can set up maybe three, may, maximum four meetings a day because of the travel distance between meetings. Sometimes it takes you an hour, an hour and a half to get to a meeting. Um, but, you know, let me just run through a list of, so we met with not, uh, NSTC, we're meeting with them again and their team. We met with uh, Aerospace, Sector Skill Council, the U- UBIC, every we're meeting with the canadian embassy so we uh, reached out to them to let them know what, what we're in india and we do it every time so that they're they um they're always aware um nadir patel the uh, ambassador for india sent me a note saying congratulations on all this you're building it's incredible um we were invited to their office to meet with their entire team so we're going to be going through uh development of strategies then all of a sudden we started seeing emails from their teams introducing us to other b2b corporations um so those some meetings got set up there um we're meeting with world bank um world bank is one of the largest funders in the world for um, emerging market opportunities. So we're meeting with their team. Uh, we're meeting with the CEO of Wiley, uh, you know, Wiley, the, the publishing group. So we're meeting with him um, and his team. We're meeting with GMR, which is a, another multi-billion dollar uh, group. We're, we're meeting with McDonald's India again, McDonald's India, this trip. Um, we've been talking with them for a while. It, 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 uh, we're, at, we're, we're getting closer and closer to closing uh, an opportunity with them. We're meeting with Shine.com, which is the third largest uh, job portal in India. We've talked about possible partnerships and integration with their stuff to us. We're meeting with uh, uh, Clove Dental, which is uh, India's largest dental um, group. So it's, you know, there's education across all of it. And we have, and there's a bunch more in, that we're setting up in. We're meeting with Padmini. Oh, an engineering firm. Uh, Gurmit's even jumping in on this interview. Forget about your meetings. Even on this yeah. interview. So I love that. That means he's really yeah. jacked up about this. Yeah. So we, we have, um, and we're, we're, more meetings are being added. Um, uh, there's, 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 there's still the next half of Mumbai that we're working on, but the, uh, the level of interest, and, and I, I, I was talking about this yesterday at dinner, um, after we went through the meetings that we had yesterday, Every single group was interested. Every single group had their own challenges, what they're trying to figure out, how to build programs for their national, their national workforce. And um, they were excited and interested in, in what we were doing. Even the cookie company, I, I really like that. <laughs> Building programs for, for these guys, they, they make all the cookies. It may seem like uh, something small, 
they, all the airlines carry all their cookies. They do white labeling for all the airlines. It's a, a mass production across. It's not just cookies, chocolates, and much all these other things. But it was interesting to hear his perspective of the struggles he has with training people and uh, across the country, and how does he retain and maintain and yeah. a whole and bunch people of think, people think something like cookies. Ah, uh, how how's how hard could that be? But trust me, the baking industry because I have a very good history with the baking industry by a family food business. It requires meticulous, you know, recipes, calculations, the way you do it, the right timing, all of that, the right temperatures. So if you don't have your people trained, you know, we take it for granted that we're eating these cookies out of a box and that, you know, anybody can make cookies. No, it requires skill. So, you know, I can but it's not just why he would need better use platform. Yeah, it's not just the manufacturing part of it. There's HR division, there's the IT division, financial division, there's sales and right. business development. Right. There's all these groups across the country that are, are, are like the cogs in the process. And we talked about product, product uh, brand development and uh, making sure that his team's always aware of new products that are coming out and features and benefits and their unique value propositions and you know, things like that. So it's, it's the, our, we've been building for providing education across the a totality of the business, not just segment the lots of educators around the world will come in and say hey we can provide education for management or we can provide education for it we're coming in saying we can provide education for everything that you need across every level every category every division and if we don't have the content our business model has been designed for us to go and find you know the largest cookie providers in the world and partner with them to get their content to bring into india to be able to support you right um let, different let let me ask you something, because uh, I can, again, it's one of those things where I can feel the people who are watching this, even though we're live now, but they will be watching it. <laughs> I'm going to ask you, and if you can't answer, no problem, but what does sales cycle time look like? So you have these great meetings. They're obviously very high level and they're very in depth. So we can see your energy and, and enthusiasm. But what does sales cycle look like? So if you're talking to a big, a big enterprise, will it take 12 months that they finally come around? Is it 30 days? I know it's not 30 days. I know it's not two years. So what's the typical sales cycle look like where you can start to see the fruits of this trip start to, you know, fruition? So with NSDC, um, during our, during our meeting, he said, we can sign a deal with you right now. We have a standard, <laughs> okay. we have a, we have a standard agreement that we'll provide to you um, with uh, the aerospace aviation group. We already wrote the agreement. So when we we're in the meeting, he goes, so what's our next steps? And I said, I've already written the agreement. I'll send it to you. And uh, so I sent an agreement yesterday to review, um, just to make sure we have second eyes on it. Um, so that agreement's ready to go uh, to provide them with details, the scope of everything we're going to do. Um, so we've been pre-planning what, what these relationships are going to look like and building out the agreements for them. Um, with McDonald's, um, they're, uh, they are ready. So they're, they're, they want to move forward with a pilot on some certain things. And there's other big, another big training program that we're talking to them with as well. Um, so it depends on the organization, the scope of what they need to build. Um, you know, every, we talked about how we can work together and, but there's a little more complex, complex because they have a lot of employees. They have current education partners. We're talking about how to integrate together with technology uh, management systems. So it's, it's a, it's a little more complicated. That may that'll probably take a little, a little bit longer. Um, so you've got some you shorter know, cycle and some longer cycle, but you've definitely yeah. got stuff where your shareholders won't be waiting for 12 months till they hear from these companies and their mass and their mass executive team. So it's, it's definitely, definitely sooner than, than possibly could be here with these companies sooner than, than we think. Yeah. 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 Devil's advocate. I got to play devil's advocate is, you know, are you ready for this kind of growth? Do you have enough of a foundation, your team and everybody ready to go to handle, you know, potentially a big, you know, big cooking companies, big fast food companies, aerospace uh, skills, 
associations to suddenly start calling you up and saying, Brad, you have the best thing in the world. Uh, we want in. Can you, are you ready for that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So what we've been doing, aside from building the content and the partnerships, we've been building networks of trainers, um, relationships with different houses and different partners. So Samir and I were talking last week before I came down that we just signed an agreement with a, 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 one of the largest trainers in India that have instructors that, that can act as behind better use uh, wall. So they act as a better you employee going in and helping facilitate the training. Um, so we do, have, we do have the ability to do that. We will need resources because, again, we're a small team. Um, that's where the funding comes in to help grow, but we, um, uh, we are able to act right away. The interesting thing is it's, it's easy to hire a team and to build out something quickly when you have a, a, a revenue opportunity, um, because then and everybody sees this is real, this is happening. Uh, what do you need to, to get this executed and then bringing up, bring the people on board is, is never that hard afterwards. So it's pretty, it's fairly easy to execute. Last question. You mentioned funding there. We said, of course, you're going to need funding because you are a growth company. All growth companies look uber needed funding, for goodness sake. You know, so every growth company needs funding. Um, where, what's next after India? Oh, so I'm um, uh, on the 20th. I'm flying to the UK, London, UK. Um, I have, I think I mentioned that in my, la in my last talk, but um, uh, I'm meeting with a group called GPFO, so the Global Partnerships Family Offices. So it's a, it's a private club thing. And I, it's funny, I got something yesterday. Um, I'm not a private club membership person in general. Um, so uh, I, uh, I got this invitation to this private club. I was reading about the history that goes back to the 1800s. And anyways, um, so we're invited to this place. And this family office, we're meeting with up to 70 individual family offices. There's, I think, eight companies or seven companies that have been invited to attend. Better was one of them. These groups are interested in investing in social good and um, uh, education companies. And the, um, each wow. member of, of this family office has to have investable assets of 130 million US uh, to be part of this. And um, uh, I, I get 20 minutes on two different, day, two different days to speak, to present everything we're doing. And then we have networking breakfast and networking nights to talk about everything we're doing. Uh, each check size ranges between 500,000 pounds to 5 million pounds per office. So um, we're going down with, uh, with a pretty, pretty, uh, pretty large offer. With, um, with that, if you're successful there, and we'll talk about it more when you get to the UK, are you going to put them into your private placement? Uh, or that, or is it, would this be separate kind of funding? Yeah, so not this private placement. This private placement's pretty much spoken for. We're, we're going to be announcing our first tranche completion. We have another tranche that's completing soon. Um, but we, um, uh, it's going to be a different valuation because, you know, our current valuation that we've did this recent private placement that is, is quite low, but it's based on the stock market that's determined by the minority. Uh, yeah, it's, not determined by the, it's not determined by the value of what we've been building, which is very problematic from a dilution perspective. So um, what we've been focused on with this group, this group is more strategic and more... Um, uh, they're looking at the value of what you're going to build overall, not looking at the, the stock price and is it going to go up a cent or five cents or whatever. So uh, we will be we will be presenting the the our, our offer offer and the private placement at a much higher valuation, um, so that we we have less dilution. But the people coming in are, are strategic investors that are going to hold. They, yeah, they, I'm, I presume these are the kind of investors that want to be there for three to five years. Look, again, going back to Uber, Uber just went public, did their IPO yesterday, and you heard all these stories about investors who invested from the $5 million market cap, you know, and now are billionaires. And that's a different level of investment. That's what you're looking for. So can't wait yeah. to talk about that when you get there. Uh, thanks for joining us on this weekend edition. I got my hoodie. You got the swag. 
you're in a hotel in India, so that's why we kind of have to hear kids screaming a little bit, but that's okay. I'd rather have you on and, and, and watch your energy and really hear what's, what, you know, how great things are going. So say thank you to Gurmeet. Say bye to Gurmeet for all of us. And Brad, congratulations on what's happened so far and looking forward to seeing what comes from this because your energy tells me that something, something really great is going on. Thanks, George. It's great talking to you. You've been watching Brad Wazell. He's CEO of Better You Education Corp. The company trades on the TSX Venture Exchange on the stock symbol BTRU. For our friends in Europe, it also trades in Germany on the Frankfurt Exchange under 50GA. You've heard everything and you've watched what Brad had to say. Now you got to do your due diligence. Make sure you get to Agoracom. Punch in the company's name or stock symbol. Go through the profile section and neatly summarize all this and wrap it up. Watch our previous interviews and then get on the forum to ask any questions you may have because Brad and his team will definitely answer them. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. And Brad, see you in the UK. You bet. See you later.